Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, yes, another episode of Tyler Brown Hour, aka TBH Hour, aka TBH. That's how you know we're doing a lot of fucking episodes in a week and two oh, we, we can't even get it together anymore. Man, <laughs> I, I feel it. Like, y'all might have to carry this episode because my voice is kind of feeling it, but it's all good. I'm excited. Uh, you know, co host Be Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta, without the hating, you already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pass it to my boy, my brother, my brethren. Tyler, you want to say something to the people? What's good, people? What's good? It is your co-host, Tyler the Libra, a.k.a. TTL, a.k.a. Libra Hendrix, a.k.a. Libra Morrison. I got a lot of names. I'm, 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 I'm telling y'all, I'm going to narrow it down to at least one or two. Maybe you can um, have them like vote or something on Twitter. Fuck yeah, I don't have them vote. You know I'm, 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 I'm getting kind of tired. You know? <laughs> Saying all the damn. You ain't gotta say all the names. I just stick to three. I just I don't know. I use it as my YouTube intro, so it's stuck, and then that's why I just kind of keep yeah. as. And today's episode is super exciting. Uh, it's very rare that you hear only positives about someone. Like you know, I don't know. Maybe some people don't like me. Some people do. Like you know, when they talk about me, they be like, you know, Brian, yeah, yeah, he a cool dude. Well, but like, you be see, fuck you. But <laughs> this guest that we have, I've only heard positive things about this guy. He does it all. Super nice guy. The man, Phoenix himself. Welcome to the podcast, hey. Phoenix, Mister Utility. My man does it all. Oh, hold on, hold on. We get into that. We gonna get into that. Let the, you want to say something to the people, Phoenix? Hey, what's good, everybody? Uh, I mean, thank you for the, the warm intro, and I mean, I guess shout out to everybody for, you know, saying I'm nice, I guess, I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean I was, it was only like two or three people, yeah, but I mean, shout out to the still, people, still, 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 still Everybody enough. I talk to has nothing but positive, you know, vibes towards you, nothing but good things, you know, they'd be like, yeah, Phoenix, you good people, man, you should go on this podcast, you know, Rise Against doing this thing, you know. Don't release all the, they don't know who he is, we gonna build it up, brother. It's a mystery, it's a mystery. Yeah, you're saying you get to the topic, but first thing, foremost, I think the new gimmick is, and what we're going to do um, going forward, at least try to, because I feel like a lot of people do this and check in with people and, and see where they're at, so... Before we get on to the bullshit of 36,000 jobs that you have, Phoenix, <laughs> how's your mental health? Like, how is everything? Hey, we're good this gonna... We're good this week. You good know what this I mean? week? Yeah, yeah, I feel like... The week just started, brother. Yeah, man, hey, I mean... <laughs> hey, shit, you gotta, you gotta build it up, man. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if you start the week off right, like, and every single day off right, you know, try to look at it positive. Like, I'm not one person that's gonna be like, you know, gotta be positive 24-7, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not... That's kind of fake, you know what I mean? There's going right. to be down days, there's going to be shitty days, and I feel like right now, because I was just actually listening to your guys' episode, like, I feel like right now I'm, like, at a, a good, like, 5.5, like, 5.56 right. 5. around there. I respect there. this man, you know this man I mean? knew the number system, yeah, I so like that. around there, and, uh... Oh, but know. if I say I'm a 5. Yeah. We ain't swole past that, like, yeah. a 5.5. I think, so, reason I'm saying this is because, like, last week I had kind of, like, a down week, right? Okay. Right. But it's... Knowing how to handle it, you know what I mean. Like I think I've become a better person at doing that. So like if I have a down week, I know how to process it. I know how to pick myself up and keep going, kind of thing. Okay. And so I think we're on the way up now. You know what I mean? I got some good stuff, you know, coming on the way this week. You know, it's beautiful. It's eighty degrees out. You know, we're good. We outside. We outside. <laughs> so then, how are you feeling physically? And then we are gonna get into the business side. Physically, man, I feel great. You know what I mean? Like, I think, uh, you know, I've been going to the gym a little bit. You know, I've been hitting the trails a little bit. So okay, okay. Um, trying to be more active. You know, I feel like in the winter. We, you know, we chill out a lot, especially during the pandemic and everything. But mm-hmm. I've been doing shout out to the homie Bowie. He's been uh, he sent me a link on these stretches, these morning stretches. So 
15 minutes. It's like a video. This this lady shows you how to do different stretches, kind of like yoga right. kind of style. And been doing that every morning. It's, it's been good. You'd be surprised how much that bro, does Bro, I can't for get into those morning fucking stretches, You got to like, do it, bro. Yeah. bro I want to get up out of that bed every morning, bro. I just want to... I want to brush my teeth, wash my face, get my fucking clothes on, and then be out the door. I'm trying to get this day over with. No, listen, like, real talk. <laughs> I'm not trying to do no stretch. All I don't you, even need breakfast. Bro. You, if you don't need to do stretches, just, like, put your feet against the wall and, like, sit, like lay down on the bed but have your feet against the wall, like, hanging, almost mm-hmm. like, you know, what you would a hang handstand. And just do that for 10 minutes. All the blood flow, your legs get back. It's just waking up and, like, moving your body a little bit. I'm t- I swear to no. God. I swear to God. It's changed. It's oh, changed. It's nice. Listen, I go to work at 8, right? <laughs> 8, I'm clocking in. I wake up. My alarm goes off at 6.30. And I hit snooze three times. I don't get up out of bed until 10 after. See, bro. Like, <laughs> That's I'll, the problem. What you gotta do. Do, that's just 10 minutes. Of, you you yeah, can be on I'm your phone. In the bed with your legs up, yeah. get the blood flow. I'm trying to contemplate what the fuck I'm going to do <laughs> do for work, man. Fuck, I'm in the car at seven thirty eight. Listen, be pushing it. Um, Phoenix, well, how's the business? Time. Since we talk about physical, mental, house. This is good, man. We, uh, you know, we've been doing the vintage with the archive. We just had to move, so that was oh, that was that was good. That was good. We gonna good. get into that. That was, that was a straight vibe. That yeah, was a straight vibe. Straight vibe. Yeah, but, but everything's good. Okay. You know, business is good. You know, family's good. Everyone's good. Good, good, good. We love to hear it. Tyler, now, since I've asked you this question like four fucking times within the past. Within this week. week. And this is back to back. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change the question. What is something that could help you improve your mental? Or like a step or a tool or some sort of thing that can help you prove your mental from where it's at, from yesterday, since. Well, I think, I think stretching at like fucking seven o'clock in the morning. I think. See, don't be capping on the plot. You're gonna do (laughs) it, bro. But um, like, yeah, like you guys said, it's like little shit like that that gets your day going. Like, and if it could be like the little stuff that intricate, like the stuff that's really intricate, like that, that can bloom into like repetitious, like positivity. As far as you know, like waking up, doing that certain routine. And then, you know, eating breakfast or whatever that you could do, you know, and then like being like, you know what, I'm going to manifest a good day. Like I'm going to manifest a good week and then weekend and so on and so on. Because like most people, most people are just like, fuck, like I got to go work this whole week day, this whole week work is going to suck. But when I get to that weekend, mm-hmm. like a lot of people make the mistake of just looking at the weekend like, bro, I can't wait until this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. you know. And me being one of them, like, I'm starting to realize that, you know, the weekends are cool and all, but at the same time, you know, you got five, you got four or five days in between those. So for me to make, for anybody to make the best out of those five days, out of those 24 hours that you possibly can, it's one of those things that, like, you just, you just got to do, man. You just got to be able to see that, you know, that there's a shining light in anything, and just fucking push through whatever that you're going through. Just push through it, man. See, that's why I uh, 
I used to hate that mindset of where people would be like, oh, I hate Monday. Like, I don't want it. Like, I always had this epiphany. Like, I don't want to hate Mondays. Mm-hmm. I want Mondays to be just as lit as the weekend. I don't want it necessarily just to be because I'm off that it's a good day. Like, I want to be able to do stuff that I like, too. Because, like you said, there's still five or potentially if you only work to Thursday, four fucking days that you hate. And that's still a bad week mm-hmm. when you think about it. You do the math. <laughs> like, you can't really say you had a good week if your weekend was good right. and the rest of the week sucked. But um, at least for me. I don't know how. I really don't know how, especially given the, <coughs> the fact of the money that I uh, make and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm gonna try to make a thousand dollars this week. I don't know how. <laughs> it's not oh, nearly. I don't even know how you want to do that, bro? <laughs> you know, hey, I got this Amazon. Uh, if you need to buy anything for Amazon, I make commissions. So get at your boy on the DM, so I can help you out with that. You can help me out. Uh, I got Teespring.com forward slash store slash be heard dash merch. You know what I'm saying? Where you can get your TBH merch or your Be Heard merch from the YouTube channel, podcast, use the code for 20%, and stocks and gambling. So, shit. I, one of those going to give me $1,000 this week. I don't know how. Uh, maybe all of them. You know what's crazy about this man's Amazon, though? You know what's crazy about this is that everything is benefiting him. He don't give out no discounts. <laughs> but, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, it's not a thing I could give discounts on. And then that's the thing is, like, so take the podcast code. Like the podcast code is twenty percent off. I have codes where it's like thirty five percent off, forty percent off. Nigga, I don't make no money with those codes. And this nigga talking about yo, you get some codes. Help a brother help out, brother. You already buying from Amazon, so what you need to go for? Mm. Like, <laughs> God, that nigga trying to tax hey, me, man, you know? Just cop the merch. Support That's what I'm saying. Do. Support. Um, speaking of merch and things of that nature, Phoenix, you have. 50,000 jobs, bro. What what do you do? Like, what is Rise Again? Like, can we talk about that? Now, can we yeah, get into the yeah, business? Yeah, we can get into it. And I'll, I do a lot of stuff. Uh, I try to keep busy. Uh, so it starts with, you know, I do vintage um, through the archive. That's my homie Bowen and I. We uh, sell vintage from, you know, 80s, 90s, everything we were nostalgic and grew up on from, you know, band t-shirts to that old Tommy Hilfiger and polo and, you know, everything like that. Um Basically, we thrift stuff, you know, around the city, you know, uh, garage sales, a bunch of other things. And we try to curate a collection for people to, you know, basically grab and, you know, get these one of one items you won't see every single day. Um, That's one thing I do. On top of that, I do the podcast, which is Rise Again podcast. Um, I also make my own clothing, uh, which is just Rise Again, you know, within the brand. Um, Actually have a collection coming out on the 16th. Uh, so that's coming up here. Uh, Might have to grab that. Yeah, got some good stuff. It's a spring collection. A lot of, lot of you know, t-shirts. Got some shorts coming out. A few other things. So, um, I just, I just keep busy. I guess that's overall. I mean, I just really try to do a bunch of. I got the website too that I like to write on and do different things and uh, get different people on there like Anna who does the book reviews and does posts with that. So, oh, yeah. you was you was cleaning people's pockets at the move, bro. I saw I saw all them hang, okay. empty we hangers, okay. bro. <laughs> uh. It was uh, honestly, man. The move was so I was expecting like for us not to. I try to go aim a little bit lower because like I don't want to get my expectations like too right. high. So, right. but honestly, when we do those events, it's more networking. If anything, like yeah, I like definitely. to just, especially that one. I haven't seen some of these people in like a year. So right. you you ran the event? No, no, no. So the move was ran by uh, 
the Be Well and uh, everybody from Deadstock and Laura Todd and everybody like that. Okay. We just vended, so we just uh, had our little booth selling. Okay, okay, gotcha. gotcha. He pretty much runs every single one. Yeah. Oh wow! So they, they do shout that. Well. They do a great job at that. They do. Yeah, man. Shout out Be Well because he does a lot of these events that we are able to, you know, sell our vintage at and get opportunity to, uh, you know, pre- present some stuff to the city. But with that event, I didn't honestly think I was gonna like, you know, we were gonna do that well, and it was. It was dope to see everybody. It was dope to see new people like cop vintage, but then put it on right away. That was my thing that I like to see. Like yeah. this girl came up, you know, we've never met her before. It's just, you know, your average like couple pretty much came up and she saw this Lakers hoodie and she's like, had all cop, you know, Venmo, all that stuff. And then she took off her fit that she had on and put the hoodie on and did the whole. So thing. is that that vintage and hype or no? So that's, that's so, okay. This is how Sorry that's that no, is. you're good. So Bowie runs vintage X hype. So that's the homie Bowie, right? Oh. I did for a bit was rise again, vintage, which is under the rise again name and everything. Um, I met Bowie about, where were we, in 2021, so I met him in 2017, around there, and so we started working together, and then in 2018 or 19, I want to say 18, um, we ran the back side of a shop called Ilsa Round, and that's when we came together for the archive. And so that's our vintage business. A lot of names, I know, but like, yeah. So they, okay, yeah, okay. So wow, that's it's a, a small world. Yeah, so, so we came okay. together for all that, and you know, the rest was history. Honestly. Damn, bro, they, these niggas really like NWO. They got different sections and <laughs> yeah, sections. Bro. We got red, white. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! They got the wolf pack. Yeah, like that's regular. crazy. <laughs> that, that's dope. So, not to put you on the spot, but what do you like doing the most as, as someone that it's a, it's dives tough. into yeah, everything? It is tough. I find. So vintage makes me the most money, which is dope. You know, right. that, that's like the. I always tell people vintage is the main like hustle. But for creativity-wise, I find more creative fulfillment through the podcast and creating my own clothing and that side of things. Right. So I feel like Rise Again is more creative expression and then also shining light on others. And that's kind of the idea with that. And then Vintage is just more like I have a lot of fun doing it. I love doing it. But that's more like, okay, this is what makes me my money. This is how I get, you know, get to pay some of the bills and everything. Right. Definitely. So another question I would have, too, is like how – because the way you describe your podcast is honestly, realistically, what this podcast is, where like me and Tyler, at first I thought it was just going to be like two best friends cracking jokes, telling stories, like, you know, having normal, mm-hmm. like, not bro conversations, but the conversations we always have. And it was like, it was funny. It's like good and funny, interesting conversations we could have on a podcast. But then it turned into realistically seeing how dope Des Moines is and how the talented and creative individuals here and just all around the world now that we got this mixer shout out to road if you want to sponsor it i'm just saying wink wink nudge nudge (laughs) but how would you describe your podcast because i don't even know what to call our shit like that's what i was thinking the more i think about it i was like i don't we're put under like sports comedy that's because i fucked up i at first (laughs) i thought i could have multiple so i was putting mad things i was like we're talking about nothing else all this and then i just did all sports i was like ah so Spotify, they might not love us too much. Right, but. it's it's tough because I think for me when I put my podcast, it was society and culture. I think that's mm. what I put it underneath. But it's hard to put a stamp know, on yeah. you know, something like that. What you talk about, literally anything. Yeah, you know. For me, it was just man. Like I really wanted to. I grew up here. I'm from here, and I saw a lot of dope people that we have here. And so talking with more people, getting more light on others, and then right. just having the conversation that. Hopefully we can like inspire other people and like motivate other people to like kind of do their shit. So mm-hmm. if, like if I have somebody comes on who's an artist or photographer and they see that like 
you know, they're doing their thing, and then I'm talking about maybe doing some of my stuff, then somebody listening who isn't doing what they want to do right now, they're like, shit, you know, if they're doing that, and they live here, and I'm doing that, you know, or I'm trying to do that, and I live here, maybe I should reach out to that person, right, maybe right. I should go and do my own shit, like, basically getting people up off the couch, you know, doing, you know, whatever they want to do. Fuck yeah. Because, I mean, like... You know, like kind of how Tyler said earlier about the job and like hating the week. And I, I, I felt like that. I definitely want to be more freely and just have more control. But like this, like I was looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. This is the best part of my day. Like Same shit like this is just dope. I wish I could just get paid for it right. to where we could just make it uh, more valuable. And hopefully people see it one day. That's um, the end goal, right? Like I feel like for me, the end goal is to do what you love. No mm-hmm. matter what you're doing to get paid to do what you love every single day and wake up and not have to work a nine to five for me at least is not to have to work a nine to five anymore and get paid and be able to pay my bills and make a decent living off of like what I want to do every single day. Cause honestly, bro, I just need a lane. I just need a nice little place, a nice right? little car I'm good. and my I'm money. Not, good. I'm not like super like, you know, mm-hmm. materialistic or nothing. Like I just need certain, I like my records, you know, I collect records. I like, oh. you know what I mean? I like certain things like that. And then, you know, I got my record player and I'm cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Cause like my the, the, like another end goal too is like like <coughs> right <here>. my my, <laughs> my uh, end goal too is like not only for me to get paid and like make sure I can use this with my family, but mm-hmm. I want Tyler to get paid too. Exactly. And I want it to where if I can hire a designer for because I want merch for this, that man mm-hmm. could get paid. If Jeremiah, so he, he was on a podcast. If we go somewhere and like if live podcasts ever become a thing again because of COVID, like I want him to get paid. I want I want the team, everybody surrounding to get exactly. Paid. Yeah. And like whoever it, believes it's the in the team, it. exactly like. For me, I have this dream of, like, waking up and, like, you know, doing the shit I love then, you know, going to dinner and I'm surrounded by, like, you know, the friends and family and everybody. Not only the support, the people who have supported me, but people that went out and did their own thing. Mm-hmm. We're just all, you know, cheers into our success. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want everybody around me to do shit. Yeah, like, everybody eating. It's, yeah. it's one thing to eat and then, like, try to put everybody on, but not everybody wants to be on, too. Uh, um, do you actually – so I was reading uh, Kenneth Black – a uh, little blog post that yeah. you had in that yeah. little interview. Do you actually use that same podcast audio for that as well? Or is that your no, so that's separate? separate. Yeah, okay. so through the website, I like. I always wanted to do, like, writing. Now shout out Kenneth. Yeah, and shout out Kenneth, man. He actually, I think, has a drop right now, so go, go support that. Um, but I've been, you know, really wanting to do, like, writing. Like, I've always been into writing, like, doing, you know, writing about shit I care about. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to do, like, a written interview, you know, series called On the Rise, which is pretty much separate from the podcast, but it's still just another way to promote people. And so I'll just come up with a few questions and, you know, send it to them, and then they'll answer and go back kind of thing. And it's just another way to help people out. See, that's the only problem is I, I love stuff like that, but, like, man, I got to work on my writing. I was never really the best writer in school. <laughs> yeah. I love to write, but I would just, like, grandma would be fucked up. They'd yeah. be like, ah, this, that, and the third. Oh, I'm not, like, mine's never, not perfect either. Uh, just like, for me, like, journaling and stuff like that, <clears> bro, you never pay attention to how bad your writing is or how difficult it is to write for an extended amount of time until you actually journal your thoughts and put them on fucking paper. And, like, I was doing that for, like, I, st- I, I need to get back to it. Like, I was doing that for, like, a good month, month and a half straight. You know? And uh, it's something that, like, is very therapeutic. It is. And um, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I, like I said, I need to get back to it, but... I mean, fuck, man. I, I look at my first note, I'm like, shit. Honestly, <laughs> like, it, 
if there was something, this is gonna sound crazy, but fuck it, it's a podcast. If I, if there was something I could take from a female, I would take a female's handwriting. Like some females be having the perfect notes and like journaling, and, and they then write they hella fast, like crazy. And, yeah, fast. and they'd be keeping up, and not to mention they'd be having the, like highlights, and they look yeah. all perfect and organized. My you can read it. It's like a kindergartner, and like oh I can't, like God. bro, it's horrible, and that's why I'm like, I'll just type it. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at now because. I could never have like a handwritten journal go. And but what's it. crazy is I feel like I could learn, like I learn more when I write it down. Yeah, like I too. guess I visualize it, but when I type it, it doesn't mm-hmm. really hit the same. And what's crazy too is like, I, bro, I don't know if y'all, because y'all, I mean, I guess only high school, right? Yeah. And yeah. then Tyler was only high school too. Bro, you ever write down notes and then look at your <laughs> shit? Like, <laughs> yeah. like what the You got to squint and you yeah. got to look at the <laughs> shit. Like, you never, like, did I write that? I, I was like, man, I, that, that's. Was definitely uh, my struggle. Um, now you talked about vintage clothing and stuff like that. So, can you just talk about the process? Of, you you kind of touched on it briefly, mm-hmm. but like you know, you're making this a business. So yeah. how how does one go about looking for the vintage stuff? Because I actually funny that you mentioned it too. I have a homegirl that works with me. Shout out to Chanel West Coast. Uh, not that West Coast, but I call her. I call, yeah. Yeah. I call I her. Like, I call her West Coast because yeah. uh, you know Chanel. So shout out to her. But she she's like a thrift queen. She's always going and like I guess a lot of thrifting places, which I, I didn't even know, and I was a peep to, and mm-hmm. I need to go. It, like they basically charge by the pound. So it's like how much clothes you can stack up and really have. I have too many damn clothes as it is now, so I really don't have the outfits like that for it. But I want to start doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, could you explain that to the world? Yeah, it's it's a tough game out there. I feel like a lot of times mm-hmm. when you tell people that you have a, a business selling vintage, they're like, oh, every single thrift store you go to, you find something or like you know this and that and like i'll go sometimes seven stores and not find shit Mm -hmm. like i'll go south side you know ankeny johnson everything and not find stuff but it's that one place that makes you want to keep going like you'll find i found like i don't know um like a bob marley rap tee that i got for a dollar and then flipped for like 180 and that was like out of a trip of 10 places and that's just a right. one time you know instance kind of thing you know but that's almost and worth that's, it that's almost the same how I am with like vinyl collecting yeah. like, I, like if I could find like if I could find just like a Pink Floyd The Wall mm-hmm. album sure I can flip, flip that. it are you? yeah I can flip it I mean you wouldn't though that's what I'm saying uh, you're, you're more that's why, I, that's why I buy that's why if I can I find two copies mm. one smart. where I can one you yeah. can keep and one you can yeah, yeah. that's smart and that's what that's why like fuck I go I go through ZZZ Vinyl yep, Cup yep. Marv's fuck what else JCD and Hobby I go through like fucking five different record shops just to find one yeah it's tough <laughs> it, it's crazy and then even the thrift stores out here they have some but not like a bunch and like for me with vinyl I collect hip hop mostly so right. I had. A lot of single LPs from like the '90s, and I just sold a bunch. And bro, I'm so fucking sad about it. But I just sold a bunch to the homie, and like I had like just a shadow box in and uh, De La Soul, potholes in my lawn, single. Do you LP like collecting? Like, do you like collecting the for, like little like the '45s? Yeah, like I like those. The see, even, I, but even the other ones, like just normal, like was it the '33 and a half or whatever? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so yeah those, those are, ones. And fuck, like I need to get into that. I need to start collecting '45s, but like fuck. There's just I a lot of vinyl out there. Like I had, um, I found a couple of Motown ones. Yeah, that were like Smokey Robinson and stuff like that. Temptations that, like, I was like, eh, I'll come back to it, and I never really get back to it. 
See, we're slowly trying to get into that, too. And the move is actually my test kind of thing. So I brought some of my vinyl from my personal collection, and I want to see how well it did. Right. Because it's eventually the goal for the vintage side is for us to have a brick and mortar here, like a store. Uh-huh. And then have it where, like, we sell vintage and then also, like, I don't know, records and maybe, right. like, a little some shoes and stuff and mm-hmm. just kind of keep it going. And um, so I now I'm curating this and it's kind of weird it's, it's looking for personal and I see shit that I like but right. I can't keep it because I won't you know I gotta sell it and try to make yeah, it a business yeah. too and it, it now the hardest part with that too would probably be location because like I kind of played around with the idea obviously this is like you know after successful year or something like that but I would love to get like a little office space mm-hmm. to create a little studio for all this stuff that would, that would be a nice goal but that's obviously down the line. It's always tough. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially with location too. Um yeah, like is there a specific like do you have to come out with something when you're looking for vintage shopping or like will you buy uh, something in mind yeah, to like sell it look. with something else or I feel like I've come to terms with it's okay to leave with nothing in hand because I used to be at a point where I, I had to leave some, with something and then yeah. you get what in the vintage community we call like a dead pile which is pretty much just shit like you can't even really post it's just there yeah. I should probably even just donate it back kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's now I'm more selective in what I you know what we purchase what we look for and so sorry about that you're good that's like don't scare the shit out of me <laughs> That's what we were trying to look for, but you were talking about like the uh, the by the pound like vintage, and that's only one place, and that's like the bins, which is what we call the bins. It's the Goodwill outlet, and you go and it's by the pound, and it's it's like a dollar twenty nine per pound for clothing usually over there. But that's even changed, and that's the other thing with vintage is like I've been doing this for a long time, and you know even in high school and stuff like I used to rock vintage clothing, right? Because one, we were poor as shit growing up, so, like, we had to do what we had to do. Right, definitely. And so I tried to make my outfits, you know, like, you know, look fly from the thrift store. And so I would, you know, do, like, vintage Nike and all this other stuff. And it's crazy because now that's what everyone's looking for. So thrift stores are seeing it, and they're putting the prices up. So you go to Salvation Army, you'll find, like, you know, a windbreaker that's, like, now 15 bucks or 20 bucks, like, normal, these higher prices. And it's kind of getting weird, like, now trying to thrift and... You know, I run a business off of it too, right? And then the pandemic hit, and that was another thing. People stopped taking donations, so that was the other hard part, is because you, oh, you didn't get the new shit. Yeah. Well, because also like COVID, I mean, I don't know if they could really exist on clothes, but someone had touching the clothes yeah. and then just living in someone's house yeah. and all that stuff. Like, right, yeah, what yeah. Determined for? Um, dang, that was a good question that I had about thrifting, and I kind of just sidetracked it. Maybe it'll come back to me. Hopefully, it does, but. What are some of your favorite clothing brands? And, like, do you take inspiration from those and with your stuff? Mm. Or That's tough. I mean, for me, definitely the hundreds with, like, Bobby Hundreds and stuff. I don't, I don't know if you rock with him. Okay. It's, like, streetwear. And that's what my main influence is, is, like, streetwear. And that's what I grew up, like, with was, like, I don't know, um, the hundreds, Stussy, like obey, like that era of kind of stuff. So you know, obey, right? yeah. yeah. Everybody used to rock obey. Everybody man. used to rock. Man, I used to have the leather jackets. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still fuck with that shit, but like, 
this nigga is a terrible friend sometimes because this nigga get on my top talk about oh you look like you work at Zoomies. <laughs> Anytime I wear something, it's fine. Probably came out of Zoomies. You just got to get the stuff that wasn't in Zoomies. That's the yeah. issue is because yeah. when Zoomies came out find. and when everyone found out about Zoomies, I feel like it was around high school or like maybe yeah. you know middle school for us. Yeah, like, that was when it was big. Yeah. Everybody, you you go to the mall and you'd see the same people at the mall, and then you'd go to school and everyone would be rocking the same shit. I'm like, man, like you're like, man, I was just about to yeah. buy that, man, but I saw you online. You were getting that. <laughs> that's how it went. So it's trying to find. I don't know. I've always been into. I grew up with a lot of older people too that are around me. So like, right. I grew up with usually people that were four years ahead of me. So like, I found out about a, a lot of different things that I didn't know about. Like that maybe our age didn't know and uh, like music and shit. And so I got into. I remember Supreme like really early on. Like mm-hmm. and I couldn't get any of it, but I knew about it. And that's what was like. Right. You know the influences through that. But for me with my clothing, like I want every single drop to be something different like the one i just did which was like just my original logo with the state climbing on the back like i want all my clothing to like represent like a message behind it so like when right. you're wearing it it's not just you're wearing like merch or like whatever it's more like a community based around it so mm-hmm. when you're wearing it it's like wearing the message behind it so with the clothing that i try to provide like i want the, the influence of streetwear but with the message behind it that would carry that Fuck makes yeah. if that makes sense i don't know but no, I get it. yeah so I don't know. I guess Bobby Hunters is definitely a big influence because I just think what he, where they have gone, like him and Ben, where they have gone to, and then where they're at now. Like they started, you know, not even doing, not even knowing how to screen print and do all this shit. And now they're, you know, a million dollar company doing amazing things. And And that's all you really want to. Now, with your collections, uh, is there a chance that they could recycle or is it just that's it? That's 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 tough. I've thought about it because technically the, I dropped in October which was the original, like, hoodies, and I did some T-shirts and shit. And then in January, I had a lot of people asking, so I was like, oh, let me drop some hoodies since it's cold outside. Let me do a couple different colors. And that's what wrapped my first collection. The second collection will not have stairs on it. It will not have anything with that. Right. Um, I kind of want to go into the future where, like, I'll have maybe that Rise Again logo just on the front where I could, if somebody's like, yo, let me buy a shirt when I'm not in season for a collection, I could easily print it for them or... Mm-hmm. Maybe get like a, uh, what's it called? Like a heat press, I think it's called. But, because my normal guys who do the screen printing, that's uh, Tanantino from Ink Space. And so, okay. that's why I normally go through, so shout out to them. But um, I'm not always, I can't always work with them because they got their other shit too. So, I want right. to get to the point where if somebody wants just something quick, I could just heat press it real quick. And I think that's also, I mean, probably every designer out there, especially like saying this in front of Phoenix, might be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But like, that's why I, I go through Teespring because it's just for a convenience thing, like right now. And like, I've said, I don't have the locals or the designs that I really want. So until I could really start doing something with the TBH merch, and like, I kind of like that city nighttime kind of vibe, I guess, like, for lack of a better term, Miami Vice kind of mm-hmm. looking aesthetics right now with the neon lights. Like, that's what I would want to go for as far as clothing, but obviously, I can't can't really from from head to hand i can't really put it together right now but eventually we will get some merch so we can have some people to do some dope shit with well, teespring's that. dope too because i think it's the ease of it you know what i mean mm-hmm. with the drop like people can just go to your guys shit whatever and just right. be like because that's the question i get the most is i do pre-orders on everything right because it just is a lot easier like it's not out of pocket a lot of times and, stuff, and then so. again you have that exact number of how many people want something yeah. too but teespring people can hop on at any point in time someone go at four in the morning find out about you guys and just be like all right i'm gonna cop something I'm gonna right support. right right and I, well that's the only thing i guess because it, it does it 
like in cycles. Mm-hmm. So then that's the hardest part. It's like sometimes, like I think before when I, I dropped something, I think one of my logos with like a black and white uh, little logo, like small corner logo, that's the type of vibe I like. And then I had a gold one, and then that one like disappeared. So I was like, what the fuck is it? And I had to like look for it on Teespring to figure it out, and then I figured it out. And now I think I have it in an easy rotation, but it makes sense as why it's on cycle because they need to know how much to print. Um, is there. You know, Phoenix, you've been, you know what I'm saying? You're a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? You, you great person to have on this podcast, but, uh, I want you to get a little bit toxic. Is there, <laughs> is there a hype beast yeah. brand that you're like, nah, that ain't it? Like, I wish people would stop wearing that. Or is there, is there a brand? How do I say this without saying it in this script? Is there something that she was just like, it got the hype, but it's not really worth it? I don't want you necessarily say fuck this brand, but like, what I mean, Supreme now, yeah. You like, go ahead and okay. say Champion yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> Champion definitely. Hey, relax. I actually hey, like some Champion. Champion kind of went down. Like, it's that's another crazy thing. It's like Champion, like used to get made fun of. You rock Champion, right. you know what I mean? And now it's like in every single you know Pac Sun, like all Pac this stuff. Shit. And, I, I, me personally, I don't. At least from my experience and just knowing people, I don't think he really got made fun of if you rock Champion. But I think like. If, like, all right, we're going to go out tonight, we're going to go to the bars downtown yeah. and shit like that. And you was like, right, I'm going to put this champion windbreaker on. This, like, they're like, what's that's the first pick? <laughs> that's, that's the first pick. Laundry was <laughs> did laundry or? Mm. Oh, starter always, it's always, like, a comeback. Yeah. Man. But it's got to be the team starter. It can't just be the, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think Supreme, though, like, the problem I have with Supreme is they got bought out twice. I want to say they recently just got bought out by, like, a big-ass company, like, Fortune 500 kind of type of company. And so now they're doing things where, like, I don't know, I feel like their their brand isn't there. Like, you know, the what started it in the 90s and everything, like, and what the skate culture behind it, like, it's not there anymore. And now it's just, por- you know, corporate pushing. And, like, they right. do clearance sales. And I would never think, like, a, a brand like that would have done a clearance sale. And, yeah. and they always partner pretty much with the same people, it seems like now. Like, you always see them with North Face and Nike and some of these bigger corporate... To me, I don't know, at least from my perspective, like, I'm on the outside looking in. I always felt like it was kind of hard to get Supreme, and, like, that's the thing. It still sells out. That's yeah, like, but what their price is kind of outrageous, too. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't know, like, even if I'm balling, and even if everybody, like, fucks with whatever I got, and I got mm-hmm. great designs, I really can't see myself selling something over $100. Like, yeah. I just, well, I, I would cut and sew where you have, like, it actually costs you a lot of money, because then... People forget the back end, like type shit, like how much it costs to make that product. Right. But Supreme, like they print on mostly Hanes t shirts, which doesn't cost them that much, and they still <laughs> charge like $48 for a t shirt. And it'd so. literally be like yeah. some shit you can make with yeah. just Supreme right there and the Hanes t shirt. And that's crazy. Bro, I, I just think back. Remember when the OVO store first came out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Even then, getting some OVO design too, and like it's the simplest design. Like for their hoodies, is like two hundred bucks, and you know I'll support Drake. The fact that it was like so, it was so hard to get like an OVO shirt because mm-hmm. first of all, like the first one was like in Canada, so like you're going like cross like yep. you know the Canadian border to actually like get it, and like I remember like in the fucking um like order thing, I remember my car company actually calling me and saying, hey. Hey, you know, is everything? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you you are the Canada, bro. Right? Yeah. Uh, you in Canada? <laughs> you in the six? Like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> and fuck, that ran me like it was fucking like the out the owl polo. Mm-hmm. You know, and, just uh, that simple, like with the yeah, yeah. And uh, fuck, that ran like what fifty dollars? Then you got to pay for shipping. Too, then you got to pay for shipping. So honestly, it was like a seventy dollar polo. Mm. <laughs> 
oversell. But over. the artists, maybe that's maybe that's the thing where I'm at, where I'm like, man, fuck that shit, because it's kind of over with. Is I feel like a lot of times, like artists' merch is kind of like, I don't know. Travis puts out a lot of dope shit, but I feel like his shipping is really bad, and like the yeah. prices are really expensive. Like for what you're trying to, you know, I, I remember I copped a single cassette for Highest in the Room from him. And it was like November, whenever the single came out. I didn't get it until the next year. And it finally came to me. It was like oh, five months. Like you shit. literally forgot that you bought yeah, this. Right. I did. Oh, I, it came in the mail. I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay. Like, I guess, you know, I'll play that on the boom box and see whatever. I heard but, that was a, a lot of the story with uh, Travis Scott this past, like, summer when he was doing the whole McDonald's mm-hmm. thing, you know. That shit was crazy, too. Like, Cactus Jack. <laughs> Have you guys had Cacti? Uh-uh. You have a cacti yet? I have it. I think Tyler yeah. had it. Oh, wait, did you have it? You saw me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I was at the mood drinking some. They had a whole. Is this still? Is, a, is like so this stores or yeah, is it still like, available? Okay, like Hy-Vee and okay, okay. It will get gotcha. sold out quick, and then when they get it on truck, because I've had pineapple, but I still want to try the strawberry. I think there's one more too. I had the. I think it was like a lime one. Yeah, and that's, I had the strawberry. I don't have pineapple. I heard strawberry was weak though. That's that's the only thing. I, they said pineapple is the best flavor, and I I'm not really a fan of it. That's why I want to try this. I like pineapple, but I can't just I can't imagine the alcoholic version of that. So that's why I was like, hey. I gotta have something like a, like a lime or a lemon to it. You know, just just have like a sour feel, mm-hmm. I guess, to it. I just want to try it. Like, but that's I don't know. Hype beasts are great, but they're terrible at the same time. I think it's like hyping things up that I don't know, like the cacti drink or like his cereal box, and it's like. People were paying twenty bucks. Like I had a homie who was reselling his cereal box, sold like thirty of them for twenty a pop. It's, See, that's but that's I such a nasty business. Real. It is. Resell is a that, crazy game. The fact that I got a boy that I know that was literally getting the Cactus Jack meal at McDonald's, probably like once, like though during the whole week, like the whole time that it was going on, this nigga would get it at least one time a week. I was like, bro, what are you doing to your McDonald's ain't worth it. You can, you can almost, you can make that shit yeah. there. Just be like, add this, add this, take this off. And yeah. But nigga, you want the cactus? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes, we were really going through the drive-thru talking about, hey, cactus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, pull up. Just pull up. I want to talk. Oh, actually, I remember what I was going to ask you is, like, do you sell any of the Vince's items, like, on eBay and things like that? Too? Oh, yeah. So, Cause so that's the market, too. Yeah, because we had so we had the shop for a bit, and we closed it last year um, because of COVID, because it was, you know, just a bunch of, you know, we were closed for three months, so, you know, obviously bills add up and stuff. And so right. the guys at Illus decided to close, and, like, you know, we were a part of that, and we were like, you know what, that's cool. So at that point, that was in June of 2020. And so we were like, what do we do now? You know, we were so used to just putting our shit up and having people come through and support. Uh-huh. And so we started through uh, Depop, and Depop's been really good for us. And it's, it's kind of like a vintage Instagram in a way because it's okay. everything square format. You sell it like the Okay, stuff, I think because so. don't you have one? Too? What? You got Depop? Uh, or what do you have? You have something, some link in your bio that's like some sort of app. That it oh, almost, that's my Visco. Okay. Yeah, they're slat. That shit look just like it. It's great. Bro, I haven't been on my Visco in probably like a good year and a half, honestly. <laughs> I don't even know what I got on there left. Have you tried Facebook selling too? I don't know. Facebook always. Facebook's. It's, <laughs> that shit it's looks a sketch. sketch. It's yeah, a sketch. Yeah. Time. I've done it because I used to. I used to flip random stuff. Stains. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's just the meetups that's kind of annoying because mm-hmm. I used to sell electronics. I'd flip electronics and stuff, and um, I would do that 
and meet up with people and it'd be like everyday random people and they'd look at like I sold an Apple TV on there they're like I don't know about this like can I go test it I'm like we're at a gas station right now where are we gonna go and you know test this at and it's I don't know I've always been selling though that's I've always been trying to flip or do something so I think vintage is a good you know part for that yeah, like that's that's the only thing. It's like I I I never and they trust be all Facebook. on the south side too. Yeah, <laughs> it's always on the south. Side. That's I mean it's nice for me because I live on there. But I'm like right. my my to go meet up spot is Fleur High V or the gas station. Right, you, you gotta go somewhere. Yeah, you gotta sit right where the camera is too. Like, they are gonna see this. Um, <laughs> right. So it's under construction for like twelve bro. years. <laughs> yeah, it's always on. It's still still going. Dude, those two. It's either Floor Drive or it's uh, the Locust Bridge. Mm-hmm. Those two motherfucking spots are literally under construction 365 days. I just don't get what they're doing. That's my, like, being on that, because there's Fleur that's always, and um, I live right by the golf course, and they do the principal charity classic. So you'll have Fleur under construction, you'll have the charity classic going on. So watchers and parts. Yeah. They be rebuilding it, tearing shit up. Like, what are you doing? Like, close off half the lane. Open it back up, tear it up. I tweeted, bro. I was like, I felt Drake when he was saying, got you know, missed the potholes or whatever the fuck it was from what's next. Like, right. <laughs> watch out for them potholes. It's, it's the truth. Like, damn, man. Like, and I don't even know what the fuck they've been doing on Locust Bridge. Like, ever since, ever since the old Y got demolished, they've been fucking with that right. bridge since then. And it's been like, what, six years since the old Y yeah. got demolished? Something like that? I missed the old Y. I do, man. I, I got some good-ass memories in that old Y, man. I haven't been to the new Y, have you? No, I haven't stepped no, foot in that no. motherfucker yet. I used to hoop, so I, used, I I would hoop from time to time and stuff, and I, I hooped to Archie Brooks a lot, go to Four Mile once in a while, and then uh, downtown Y a lot. Bro, it was the cla- it, it was, was it was a historic landmark. Everybody before, was there because first of all, you got not only you got the court down here, mm-hmm. and then on top you could run around that yep. bitch, and then like if you go back like a little ways, there's like another like boxing part yeah. of of like on top like the stairway. I was like, damn man. There was swimming there, a swimming there too. There was a tennis court. I don't know. Now everyone's at Should've Aspen been now. I think. Nah, I was cool. He wasn't there. I, I, was, I was cool with Aspen and things like that. Aspen. That's far. You still go? That's far. I could. How Especially on the south side. Yeah, I was. I was all the way on the north side going to Aspen, but that's where my dad went. Low key, the Aspen on the south side is the only one that I've seen that's decent. I don't even been to the one on the south side. Like I didn't even know they. <laughs> Nigga, don't you live on the south? Yeah, side? I know. Never. I didn't, I didn't go. Well, they used to hoop too. Like I remember that. I used to go there on Thursdays and then used to hoop. I need to find a twenty-four hour gym that's indoors that you can hoop at. Man, if anyone knows. That would be hard to find in Iowa, I think. I'm sure there's That's the one. problem. Because I want to find... I, I'm so busy that, like, I get... Like, when I want to actually do some shit, it's, like, 10 p.m. And mm-hmm. I work out at Super night usually, late. And so if I'm going to do anything, it's, like... I, I want to find a place where I could hoop at, at like, 9 or 10. Because I would still do... I hoop in the summer at, like, Brody or, like, random places. Like, okay. Just do stuff. I don't know if I've ever been to Brody, but... Um, dude, another topic that I want to talk about, since we already kind of re- reiterated that you have that podcast with Rising... Phoenix, uh, rising again. Sorry, with Phoenix. Uh, what are some things you hate about podcasting? Mm. Obviously, we're going to talk about what things you love about podcasting, but I could, I could think of a few things I could like hate. I guess or grind my gears. Yeah, because yeah. at least with me, I, honestly, I want the ASMR sound. Like I want that soothing sound. Mm-hmm. Like you just like listening. Like everybody's voice sounds immaculate. You're like, oh, this. Like, like you really want to listen to what yeah. the fuck we got to say, and that's the hardest part about the podcast. It's like because 
obviously we had like those mics over mm-hmm. there then we had this mixer now and then we had it to where we don't have one mic and we was in this room and it was hella echoey and it's just like there's so many things you have to worry about and factor in when you listen to a podcast and you want it to sound great and that's like the hardest part it's for me it's the setup honestly it's like every i like the during but like the setup is kind of tough because like for me the setup of like wanting your audio to sound good, then on top of that, the scheduling behind it, mm-hmm. like people's schedules will change or this mm-hmm. and that. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very like, I don't know, like I like to schedule shit kind of, and so I'll hit up the day before to make sure like, yo, like we good, like or whatever. And there'll be sometimes where like no one will reach back, and I'm just like, damn, like are it's still gonna happen? Like I don't know. And then then I I don't hear from them overnight. I'm like, all right, I guess it's not happening. And then it's like an hour before, and I already have other shit planned, and it's like, oh, we we're, we're still on, right? And I'm like, damn. uh I don't know, but no, that's why I, I usually try to check in that day just to know like yeah. what's going on because like we had one a couple like a week or two ago where we were like, all right, we're set. Mm-hmm. It was our boy Abu, shout out to Abu if he's still alive. <laughs> if you seen him, please contact. <laughs> you seen him? Put this nigga on milk box or something, something. That nigga owe me an episode. <laughs> Actually, owe me two because we supposed to have one his too that that same week. Which do you have funny. a podcast now? He, well, he does like a Facebook show. I don't know if it's necessarily a podcast, but Sa- Sama, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up with uh, Gerald. And then that's okay, it. all right. I grew that's... up in East Twenty Second, so I was always on Cyril Street and Lay Street. And everything okay, like that, so. yeah. Hold on, don't give up your whole spot on yeah, the podcast. Yeah. We, we, we do not know who listens to this, <laughs> but uh, yeah, those, those are good people. Those are good people, and then yeah, that's what you said. The hardest part is scheduling. Yeah, you gotta make sure that everything works for everyone everybody. Every, you know what I mean? Like everyone has shit going on, so it's kind of tough to like scheduled you know things like see what works and then the timing between it because everyone's got busy schedules so i'll get asked a lot like oh how long are your podcast typically i'm like i don't really set a time so it's mm-hmm. kind of you know it's just whenever it ends i mean i can try to put it into this certain amount of time if we can but yeah it's, it's tough but that's the thing is like yeah you don't want to that's why i try to come up with topics i don't really try to come up with questions i might yeah. try to come up with questions on the fly but I, I want it to be organic so it sounds like a natural conversation. Because I, I hate a interview, especially, like, I don't know if you had this happen, but, like, I've definitely talked to some people and, then like, just in life in general. And I don't know, maybe I have on the podcast, too, but she asked me a question. But, oh, it was great. Yep. <laughs> pause like that. And you're, yeah. like, uh, and you're like, shit, all right. How about you keep going? Like, what do you mean? That's the part about the, the like, conversation is tough because when you're trying to um, – I used to start with questions. I started with questions. I wrote a bunch of questions, and then if they didn't have those, like, great answers, and you're like, shit, what now? So now I switched to topics. Right. The topics are so much easier because they can go so many different ways. Mm-hmm. But that I guess that is one thing, which, again, it's people, especially in our city, like, a lot of times it's their first podcast. That's like, true. Yeah. That's true, And too. it's, I don't know for you guys, but, like, I, I like to try to do research if I can. And it's hard with people here because we don't, a lot of times when you do research is you watch their other interviews that they've been right. on or, like, you watch mm-hmm. different shit like that. And we don't really have a lot of that here. We have social media, and that's pretty much all we got. Unless we and that's all them. we have to go off of, too, because yeah. you never we know, know how them. someone's going to so be So if someone's, person. like, off the grid and, like, never posts on social media, then it's just open conversation, I guess, trying to figure out. Because I, I guess we never really had someone that we both didn't know in some sort of regard. Like, I think we've always had someone uh, that we kind of Like, between knew. the two of you guys, yeah. like, someone knew a little. yeah. Because there's like, been a few people I met on this podcast, too. And we were talking about this beforehand, like, as far as, like, it just, like, from it going to, like, questions and then those questions spanning off into, like, different, like, actual conversations. Yeah. And, you know, that's one thing that we try to do, you know, and 
YouTube. Like, it's just, like, you find things that, like, I guess, like, you would, like, both are, like, you and the um, talker, like, are, like, connected to. Mm -hmm. And you just go off that. We try to go off that as much as possible, and then that spans into like thirty minutes yeah. or so, twenty minutes or whatever. And then you know we on to another topic, and then you know ask a question. Then that spans off into like another thirty minutes or so. So, like you know, we never had not nothing to talk about. I guess you know we try to. Like uh, I think that's why I, I applaud you because your podcast is just you, right? Yeah, which you know I would love to do a solo podcast, but that that's a hard dynamic because it's like you got to both be engaged in talking, and that's honestly why I mean, there's some people that like kind of gripe on me and Tyler's dynamic, but I think we got a good one. I, I feel like I guess you could call I don't want to be, but you call me like the structure, the the go this way, and then where Tyler might veer off and go another way. But I think that's an interesting dynamic because we might get somewhere. We have a dope-ass vintage clothing topic, and then Tyler talks about Fluid Drive being mm-hmm. under construction for, like, 10, 15 minutes, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck, how we get here, but it works. But it's the feed off each other that I think mm-hmm. you guys do well. It's, like, feeding off each other, and, like, yeah, when you're hearing, like, a conversation or you watch, like, a video or something, and you could tell that you guys have known each other, like, a while, too, because mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, the open, like, conversation and, like, knowing each other. But then even, like, when you meet somebody for the first time and, like, you know how to talk with them and you find those, like, similarities. And a lot of the people I've had on my podcast, I don't really know, like, too oh, well. Oh. Like, for the most part, like, I've met people that I've became friends with, like, Alan uh, Clark, uh, Loyalty Love, uh, Alan. Like, that was somebody I knew a little bit, but not until I had him on a podcast where we, we talked. Oh. And then after there, like, now now we're homies and we know each other and shit. And then you got people that, like, I've had Bowie on my podcast. I've had Neek. And, like, I know them. And, like, that's a little shout bit. Shout out to Neek, man. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Neek. And that's, like, one of the, you know, his podcast, too. Like, I got to go on his, and that's, like, one of the first people that I knew of that had, like, a podcast here. And it's, like, dope to see people. That's the other thing. Like, so many people are out here with their own podcast now. Because it's one thing to, like you said, talk to someone. Like, in an environment, like, the move, and, mm-hmm. like, you're also socialized. So everybody's having a good time. Everybody's, like, kind of in a circle. So you can talk to someone, but you ain't really talking mm-hmm. to them. It's one thing where you have, and it's another thing to have them on the podcast, and it's just, like, this straight interview. Like, what are you, like, what are your thoughts and opinions? And, like, it's just, like, face to, you mm-hmm. know, face-to-face kind of thing. For me, it's always been, like, I don't know, I'm really interested about you know, what, like, what you're about, or, like, what, where do you come from, like, why, where do you want to go, kind of thing, and I don't know, what what makes you you kind of situation, mm-hmm. and I think that's what got me, another reason that got me into it was I just want to learn about people and see kind of where they're from. So is that what you would say you love the most about podcasts, or? I see you with the trend. Hey, hey, man. Hey, I ain't been in this game a long time. This ain't the first podcast we done. I ain't been in this game a long time, but I'll be working, man. Hey. I'm trying to let people know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think, honestly, the thing that I've loved most about doing the podcast is just really just, you know, meeting new people and seeing the dope people we have here and I've been able to talk with people outside of the state, too. And, um, yeah, just learning more about people. Because you can... I'll be in a situation in my personal life or this, you know, business or anything, and you'll be talking with somebody, and you don't know that's what you needed to hear at the point in time that you needed to hear it. And people have advice or people have things, and not only am I hoping the listeners are listening to this, but I'm like actually taking away shit from it too when I'm talking to people. So, I would say for me, it's kind of the same thing, just to piggyback off you, but you said like 
I mean, I don't know if Tyler feels this way, but I really fucking believe in this. And I don't, I don't even mean it. That's the thing. It's like I don't even mean it in a cocky or conceited way. Like, I'm trying to get these blocks out of my head of this negativity and just have self-doubt. But, mm-hmm. like, I truly believe in this shit. Like, I feel like me and Tyler could have a fire-ass conversation with a broom if we, <laughs> if we wanted to on the podcast as a guest. And then that's the thing. It's like, yeah, a broom, what the hell are you talking about? But, like, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like me saying a broom. Now imagine a dope ass guest like Phoenix. Imagine a dope ass guest like Jeremiah. Imagine a dope ass guest like Smug or Anna or any of the other guests right. that we always had. Like that—that's the thing. It's like we have people who are already dope, and it's just almost with me. I feel like Tyler set the screen. I go off the roll, and whoever the third person is, we just lay it up, mm-hmm. and they just catch it and dunk it. And like right. that's literally the easiest thing of the podcast game for me. Um, I do want to get a video so like can have that dynamic because like I, f- I feel like every time I see a TikTok I see a podcast mm-hmm. they always got the video yeah. they they got the they don't have the I greatest mics it doesn't sound the greatest you know who does it right and I have to shout him out because I, I went on his podcast it was the homie Jawan from the Minds with Hakeem podcast right yeah I went on that shit I felt so professional <laughs> like you go on he had like this table and it was him and um who who does his visuals Marquis. His name's Marquis. I forgot his Instagram, but his name's Marquis. I mean, you might have to send that my way, brother, so we can... No, he does... You ever go to, like... You ever seen a set where, like, they have the fucking... The video cameras with the big monitor things um, and all that? And see, I need he that. He has the different angles going this way and oh, this yeah, way. See, and yeah. see, we need that. He's good people, and, like, that's that's my main major thing I want to get is visuals, because I think there's audio listeners and there's visual <clears> people who only watch, you know, shit. And, and not to mention, to, to truly get a podcast to blow up, mm-hmm. and I, that's the only thing that kind of sucks with podcasting, it's not going to blow up off of this. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I hope the episode does well, and I hope people will tell it, and, then like, I think you'll promote it well, and I think we'll promote it well, and I'm, you know, obviously will put it on my YouTube, mm-hmm. but the way it's going to go viral is, like, if you have a funny clip mm-hmm. or something interesting that somebody's saying, and they're like, oh, I fuck with that. I think and people then, like, the cli- like uh, Joe Rogan, you know, how he right. used to have his clips channel just for clips for these five ten minutes because not everybody wants to sit down and have watch a whole hour Mm -hmm. but some people have time for just the five minute and you can't really clip audio you know for in a way you can but it's kind of hard to post it but video you can clip anything you put a two minute thing out and that goes viral and then oh that's from a full episode i'm gonna check out that episode because honestly people are gonna know phoenix and then they're like well okay maybe i'm a fan of phoenix's i know who he is and it's like Hmm, like I've seen him on different podcasts and things of nature, but let me hear what he says on Tyler and Brian Hour and like maybe he like gives a different dynamic or then maybe they'll see like uh Phoenix talks about vintage items and mm-hmm. they're like, Okay, well this is something specific to him and I fuck with him for this content. Let me see what he actually talks about. Maybe he can put me yeah. on the game to go into that thing that you were talking about earlier where People are just sitting around uninspired, don't know what to do, mm-hmm. and then I like, see what you do and they're like, Oh, this is how he does it. Because honestly, my favorite way to learn, and like, <laughs> it's gonna sound stupid, but like, literally, this pod, whether it's this podcast, whether it's streaming on Twitch that I do, whether it's YouTube, whether it's me doing commentary in FGC, all the shit is learned through YouTube, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I, oh, you know what I'm saying? I went to the dungeons, read these books. No, yeah. I just, all the uh, shit is YouTube. It's, <laughs> like, it's Googling and looking on YouTube, how do I? And like, trial and error. That's yeah. really it. And luckily, we got to this point. Um, do you? I heard you like sitcoms. Uh, I I might have I, I might have got uh, you know a little Did some insider, research. Birdie All right. All right. and a little birdie told me uh, pretty bird. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. <laughs> but uh, what TV shows do you like, and what are you currently watching? And so, or do you like vintage TV shows as well? Yeah. So like, I mean, I watch a lot of I guess yeah, like 90s television, and 
Um, my favorite show of all time is How I Met Your Mother. Uh, okay, it's a it's a show I grew up watching, like from the time. Bro, I thought you was gonna say Friends. Hey, Friends is dope. <laughs> hey. I post a lot of Friends content. I do. I saw that. Yeah. No. Friends I mean, got some merch. Have you seen Living Single? Because oh. I mean, you know, it's, it's fuck yeah. yeah. Okay, so I used to I used to love Living Single. Bro, oh, I'm a sitcom person. That's have you ever seen Living Color? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, man. So sitcoms for me is. It's a special place in my heart because I was big into comedy and just watching a lot of that shit. So, right. How Much Your Mother for me was I I watched it from the first episode like live every single Monday at seven o'clock. I watched it from there on, and so I talk <laughs> I talk about it a lot. Um, Friends is definitely one. Uh, Scrubs, Seinfeld a little bit. Uh, See, I can never Fresh Prince. Uh, Fresh Prince is a must. It's like, a must. That's a cool Martin. Thing. Like you know, it's Martin, Fresh Prince, and I'm not even gonna put Jamie Foxx in there, but I might. He had a good show though. It, like, it, was, it, was, it was. good. He had a good run. Yeah. He had a good run. Wayne's Bro. You remember the Wayne's, Wayne's Bros. too? That was another. Like I only think it was on that long, but I. I mean, like obviously, I watched it after it was live, and right. so for me, when I watched it, it was on. I think MTV2 or uh-huh. something, and so I watched it on there. Another show that was like a sitcom, pretty much, but uh, Everybody Hates Chris. Yep. I watched that live growing up. That was on UPN, I think. And so I used to watch that. And See, I never had UPN, so I never watched... On the that antenna, much. if you if you if you tweaked it enough and did a whole thing, you could. Oh get yeah. It. So, so. <laughs> no, I feel like UPN was on cable, but it was. I think it was like I don't know, I don't know how I got it. But I, I, I think it was like one on the borderline channels that was like you know one how of those like basic cable fun. channels, yeah. Because you know how I only I the only reason I know about UPN is because WWE SmackDown used yeah. to come on on UPN, yep. and they would do this thing where like they would show UPN shows at like. Like late night, like eleven o'clock. So that's how I always watch my SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It's like eleven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I feel like Scrubs was on UPN too. Like I feel like I a lot of those yeah. type of channels was there. I ain't gonna lie, SmackDown was getting tossed around like a hoe. Like, they was. was. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Was was going they, went, they went from Thursday, then they went to Tuesday Tuesday, night SmackDown, Friday. then they went to Friday remember, night SmackDown. I remember when it was on NBC and for like a really short time and again it was on at like one o'clock in the morning at night and I that's when I watched it was like at night because I'm big in I grew up watching wrestling, so like I was big into that and everything. And um, I remember even Raw when it was on like Spike TV, and I used to have to go over to my, I think it was my friend Where, Alex's yeah. place or something to go watch. Spike TV, Spike TV Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. or um, what was it? TNN, oh. fucking Monday Night Raw, because it was on TNN mm-hmm. before it was on fucking Spike. Yeah. I think actually it switched over to Spike. I think mm-hmm. it's still the same network. But anyway, yeah, fucking. Um, all, God, those, man, man. All, the, all those, man. What was your favorite wrestler? Don't say Undertaker. No. Don't say John Cena. Don't say no. Randy Orton. Wait, what's, no. wrong with, what's wrong with those? Hold on. You like Goldberg. I'm not trying to hear it. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Hold the fuck up. You like Goldberg, nigga. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm a WCW guy. Yeah. I'm with WCW. And he um, goes to like Goldberg Nash, his favorite. DDP. Yeah. Goldberg. He can't Sting, wrestle. Ray without the mask. You know, Ray WCW. without the mask. Yeah, but Goldberg can't wrestle though. Dude, like, knock it off. He can't he's wrestle. He's a five minute wrestler. Th- thank you. No, he's a five minute wrestler. Knock it off. Bro, bro, I'm not going to have this. I'm not going to have this. He's gassed at six. Bro, look, I'm going to tell you. Look, you want to know what a Goldberg match is going to happen? He's going he gonna to spear you. He's going to jackhammer you. And then they go, Goldberg. Like, that's it. And then one, two, three. Oh, that nigga y'all, y'all forgetting the 30 minute match that he, he had? What? 30 minute match? Halloween Havoc with DDP? I bet you can't look it up. 
Like, I bet you can't look it up because all the matches I've ever seen with Goldberg is like the like same thing. It's just two of his like the the spear, the jackhammer, and then that's bro. I bet you can't look it up. Like I, after this podcast, <laughs> I want you to look it up, and I guarantee you, they either gonna a have a bunch of fucking cuts. They are gonna cut to the fans because that nigga finna be. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, have you, have you seen that nigga sweat? That nigga be cutting promos with just sweat. Uh, <laughs> but actually, yeah, what was your favorite I'm wrestling? Just... I was a tag team guy. Okay. Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys. I'm not mad at those. All the TLC matches. I'm not mad at those. Did you actually see Rob Van Dam got yeah. inducted to the Hall of yeah. Fame? That was crazy. I fuck with that's the goat right there. That's another. Yeah, Rob Van Dam. All, honestly, like, yeah, a lot of the ECW guys that came up afterwards, like, into WWE, like, all the Sandman, like, Damn man, Sandman was a different yeah. bro. That nigga that has New CTE. Jack. That man came <laughs> New Jack. That nigga has CTE too. Right. New Jack was a criminal. Bro, he still got the scars on his head. Bro, yeah, like, yeah, I, got, I just saw an interview from him. Right? Yeah, I was like, damn man, they be fucking you up. They be fucking you up in ECW. Yeah, uh, uh, it's good. Have um, you ever seen Dark Side of the Ring? So I watched the Benoit one, and that's what got me in. And then I. That, honestly, the Benoit one is prior crazy. to murder. Chris Benoit was actually one of my favorite like wrestlers. Prior to that, all the shit that he did, you can't you can't cancel out history and what that man no. did for the. And it wrestling. sucks that no, you can't. That, that nigga was watching. Well, WWE, after, yeah, after they watch did. They, as soon as somebody is a say yeah. Chris, they be. Like, but the craziest Chris thing, who? I remember, who? I remember that show, the yeah. show that because like it was the same thing. Uh, they did a Monday Night Raw yeah. and contribute contrib- to this man, and then like what? It was like a day after they was like, they oh, found yeah, fuck it was that like, show, bro. Like, yeah, fuck well, that but then two <laughs> months later, he's talking shit about him. It was right. so weird. Like, but what's like, crazy is anybody I'm- that mentions this man's <laughs> name. But what's crazy is like about that, like I didn't know that they did the contribute because like I swear to God, I remember it vividly. It was like a hot day, I think. Had to it be. was in the summer. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Okay, it was, it was, it was in the summer. summer. I was at my homie's house. Shout out to uh, Joy. Uh, I was at that nigga's house, and we were chilling. It was, oh, wrong. And then they just had all black. It was all blacked yeah. out. And I was just like, yo, we decided to inform you that there will not be a tonight, Monday Night Raw tonight. <laughs> Chris Benoit has passed. So it's his family. We just like, hey, yo, what? Chris Benoit now? And what's crazy, too, is like on the dark side of the ring, they told a nigga, like, bro, stop jumping off the top time yep. or headbutting people. That, that's not good That's for the you. major thing I think that happened was the CTE from it because he seemed like such a nice guy, but then he kept doing, you know, the same. And then when Eddie passed away from watching the doc, like he was. That kind of just broke Yeah, him, Eddie seemed like, because if you watch back to his, Eddie's tribute, like I watched on YouTube after watching that. Like, he seemed like he was, like, a wreck, and then watching the Hall of Fame, like, I went, I deep dive into shit when I get interested into something, and so, after I watched the documentary, I was like, oh, I gotta find out every single thing, like, what's what's his son doing now, and I guess his son's trying to become a wrestler, and he's trying to wrestle under Chris Benoit Jr., which is not gonna happen, but... It would be nice if they let him. Yeah, but, but his I son guess, looks so much like him. Like, it's crazy. But then, see, I, but his son's also skinny, too. But, like, also, yeah, the Eddie yeah, Guerrero thing. No, no. The, the Eddie Guerrero thing, fucking that was another steroids, yeah. concussions. And then he was probably, I, I don't want to say the relationship was toxic because it's two people, but you never uh, know. They were probably just doing steroids together. They're, you know, brothers kind of thing. And mm-hmm. That's really unfortunate. That's a sad way. Wrestling's a crazy, like, I don't know. So I grew up with it, and then I fell out. In like high school, I, you know, no one was watching it, so I'm like, well, "Who the fuck's gonna watch it with me?" Kind of thing. So I fell out for like a good four years, and then I started watching a little bit like now, and so I keep up if I can. But now I get so busy, I can't even like yeah, watch I it anymore. Really, I think oh, I really. think round fucking 
I think around when Sheamus started coming in, I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they gave the, they put the belt on this man. They, they <laughs> call uh, him Jar, man. So, <laughs> oh, so disrespectful. It was funny because, like, I fell out a little bit, and then, like, it was funny. I was flipping through the channels, and this is, like, when I had the old, old TV. Man, like, we really grew up. And I had an old, like, brownish TV that mm. had the big, thick-ass yeah. fucking back. And, like, I'm changing the channel on the thing. I was like, you know what? Let me watch some Raw today. And sure enough, the Raw that I watched that just got me back into wrestling for a little bit was Edge and Lita's live sex celebration. Oh, I'm, like, you know, I'm like young and impressionable. I think that was like 06. I'm yeah. like, you know, let me see that what this is about. That was, that was a move. Yeah. I was like, let me see what this is yeah. about. And now, okay, I like the Edge character. Right. Edge was dope. Um, They're fucking in the ring, bro. It's crazy. They literally have a whole bed <laughs> in right? the ring. Not like 06 was a Imagine wild year. bringing your kid to Raw that night thinking it's just going to be like a normal wrestling. Yeah, and wrestling. Wow. Them niggas was wild. It was different back then. They had bra and panties matches. It was so okay to go on wrestling. Um, and shout out to Dark Side of the Ring. I love them. The, I need a season three. So y'all season need, three y'all is need... coming out. It should be like next. So you keep saying it should be, but I don't. I don't have an official date. Yeah. I need a date, bro. <laughs> need the official. They were date. talking about the trailer being yeah sometime in May. So. Because uh, I need to look that up. I still I, need to watch a lot of them. So uh, oh, they're all good them. too. Yeah. And I, I'm waiting. I for recommend them. you watching the Bruiser Brody ones. Yeah, I've heard that's a good one. Yeah. So, but what I wanted to say is, who would you want to see on the dark side of the ring? Like, is there any wrestler that you would want to see? Have is, they done one on Sean yet? Sean would be a good one. I don't know if he, he, he's going to do one. Well, his past is so like because people know of like. Now he's like very Christian, very like you know, right. you know. But back then in the '90s and '80s, he was a fucking asshole, drank and like you know, did all this. So I'd like to know what was going on in like that past kind of shit. And what's crazy too is like Sean broke his fucking back. Like mm-hmm. he was at the pinnacle of this career almost, and got hurt, mm-hmm. and somehow still managed to save his, what was left of his career, which is crazy too. But that's probably what like that's probably why Sean Michaels is still here today because he broke his back so he probably got came a little bit more humble and things did, of that did you guys watch the uh, the Undertaker's the thing the story he did like the 24 hours I think no like well, I was wild, right? yeah, yeah yeah right yeah I watched some of them I didn't watch all of them it made me feel really old like watching it because like you know we grew up with Undertaker and it's like watching him like you know fall to his knees after his match and shit and it's that's the problem now is, like, I'll flip it on once in a while, and, like, I've really, past few months, like, fallen out of it, because I used to watch it, like, not three hours, I would just YouTube highlights, and that's mm-hmm. how I kind of, you know, kept up with it, but now it's like, man, everybody I watch is gone, and it's like, I don't know. And, well, they also, they don't do a good job of building people up, they no. keep trying to bring, like, Goldberg, Undertaker, yeah. they bring a lot of, like, older yeah. guys back, and it's like, well, okay, Here's a question for you, WWE. Who the fuck are you going to bring back yep. like 10 years from now when I'm older? Yeah. You're not going to bring back Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about them no. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> At least it's a legend hey, and stuff hey, like don't that. don't disrespect Dolph Ziggler. Bro, you're not popping for Dolph Ziggler in 10 years. You're not turning WWE and like, oh, Dolph Ziggler back? Hey. Watch with- no. The Dolph. I was no. fucking with Zack Ryder. Yeah, bro, <laughs> when he won the U.S. title, bro, I was lit. Get out, bro. They literally <laughs> made it. They made a storyline where John Cena fucked this bitch, and this nigga was hurt. Right. So I'm not trying to hear that. It's bad, bro. Then this man have a belt too. He had like a yeah, internet, yeah, internet, internet championship. He was his own belt. champion. <laughs> it's bad. Shit, that man said, "I see what Stone Cold was doing with his smoking belt. Yeah. I see what what John yeah, Cena was doing with suspended belt, bro. I'm gonna do my internet." No, but that's belt. the thing, though, is like. They were actually belts. This nigga did it before he won the United States. <laughs> so Vince was like, nigga, what the fuck is that? Right. <laughs> Bro, y'all ain't bringing props. What's <laughs> <laughs> Just got it. <laughs> I 
I did not. I did not sign off on this. Bill, I think he might have changed the United States yeah. after he won it, but yeah, that was his own little thing. <laughs> he said, "You bring it." I'm the internet champ. Nah, uh, we, yo, cut that nigga mic. <laughs> Knock it off, bro. You guys, have you guys seen the uh, the thing that's competing with WWE now? The uh, let's say AEW. Yeah, AEW looks good. Was the All Elite Wrestling? Yeah, yeah. it's like I've seen a couple. of It's them. cool. Like, they got they, good wrestlers. They, they I feel like, like it's more adult driven. Like their demographic of what they're trying to reach. They do like barbed wire matches and yeah. like random crazy shit. If you actually want to watch good wrestling, I would say AEW got it right. Up now. Down plays it. That's why I saw it because they have. Uh, who do they oh, have? Cody Rhodes has been doing his thing. Cody Rhodes is there. I think his brother's still there. Jericho is still there. Jericho's yeah. still Jericho's there. there. Um. Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega came Kenny from New Japan. He's a good ass wrestler. Not to mention, they had Christian Cage. Was, I didn't think he was that yeah. good. No, he's he's one of the best. I swear. But it's just, until I saw, yeah, they got the what's his name in WWE was Dean Ambrose, but now yeah, he's, uh, he's yep, older. he's there too. I forgot about Dean. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's killing it too. Like they got a, they got the good brothers. Um, they have some really good wrestlers. Um, but there is a thing. Uh, shout out to Grim. Grim told me about it. One of my online homies. He was telling me that Chris Jericho is going to do Stone Cold's podcast. He is. Chris Jericho's on AEW. Yeah. So, so I got to watch that because I just everybody and their mama thinks, oh, they finna, you know, Chris Jericho AEW WWE. I don't know. Vince got a lot of ego. Vince got a I lot just of ego. Even mention yeah. the name AEW. On yeah, like, that like, too. That's just. And I'm kind of curious to see if he's going to ever even ask. Or are they him just only going to talk about his the past yeah. and things of nature? So we'll see. Hopefully, they I do. feel like. Vince likes to play it safe a lot mm. in that way, so... It's not even that. He's just egotistical. He don't, yeah. like... He thinks that... Honestly, he thinks WWE fans are stupid. That's why you get some of the dumbass storylines that you get. That's why you get the simple things and simple characters. He thinks... Because he doesn't... He thinks that if That's you're a wrestling the PG fan... the era has been where it's at for, like, literally... True. For probably, like... Ten years yeah. ago, true. There's good matches, but there's there's not really good characters. It really just depends on the fans, of course. The writing's but. bad. That's what like because and that too. The conversation and is like when people have like when you tell people you watch wrestling a lot. It's like you know that's fake, right? It's mm-hmm. like well, no shit, I know it's fake. Right. Like you know what I mean. But it's more the the writing behind it that you're into, exactly. or the storytelling of like what's going on. And not to mention, and then you only have like fucking. Fucking Cena, who was mm-hmm. pretty much the Hulk of that entire generation. Well, I mean, so, he's been out for a few years. Uh-huh. Too. Yeah. But, like, in that span of, like, 10 years or so, like, we're, you're literally probably just writing, like, different connections mm-hmm. of the show that kind of revolve around his character, yeah. around him. This is who he's going to be. This is who he's going to, like, you know, match up against. The only, the only character I've been into that honestly brought me a little bit back in was... Um, when Brock came back, bro. <laughs> that was one. For me, it was The, the Fiend, the yeah. like, Ray White. They write so him I, I was really in Des Moines good. when he premiered, like, because I went to the show... And so he came back, and he was like this firefly funhouse type of shit. And everyone in the crowd was like, "The fuck is this? Like, right. this? I don't know who this is." Well, like WWE's problem too yeah, is like, like a whole feud of Randy Orton yeah. that lasted literally like damn near three years. Well, they're about to feud again. Today, yeah, yeah, feud again. But like WWE's problem is that there's they have like so if Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton are feuding, they have them fight like every week, and it's That's like an issue. It doesn't really. Build any character I would have If I was a writer For WWE Yeah what are you doing I would have Them fight like Maybe some jobber guys That you're not using Cause there's so many Niggas on WWE roster mm-hmm. That you're like Oh they're cool as fuck I fuck with this character But then WWE makes you forget About this nigga Like oh damn You still wrestling Have him like Get squashed honestly Have him do something 
and get fucked up and then have like maybe Randy Orton interfere in Bray Wyatt's match. And then that's when you could build more segments and stuff like that so you could plan it organically so that way we kind of honestly forget about it. So when Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton fight each other at the pay-per-view, it actually matters. And stop naming the pay-per-views after every goddamn gimmick. Like name the pay-per-view like <laughs> Like Elimination Chamber. Yeah, they it's have, like I wonder what it's going to be. Money bro, like I miss, like every I'm, match I'm, I miss the old pay-per-view name so much when we had stuff like No Way Out. We had Vengeance and Vengeance. shit. Yeah. We have fucking. What well, my favorite one? Fuck! It was a uh, fuck Judgment Day. It was yeah. Uh, they still have Judgment Day. I think they still have Judgment Day. I think so. Mm. Maybe I don't know. It's been a while. Great American Bash. They got rid of that. Now it's like what? Uh, no limits or something mm. like that. Or like fucking one night stand. I think they still have. No, they don't have that. They don't have that anymore? No. Well, like... I think they do Extreme Rules now. It's they kind of tied it into TLC. Yeah. TLC and, like, all this it's shit. just all gimmick cell. match names that, like, they do, and it's just be a little Well, more one crazy. thing I do like is, like... They just got lazy, I think, yeah. as far as, like, Well, like, one thing I do like is, like, NXT. NXT is a really good WWE product. They're, they're utilizing... Some of the old names like Halloween Havoc, Battle mm-hmm. at the Bay, like yeah. they're, they're using some of the WCW, which I'm not mad at. And like the, another thing that's refreshing about NXT is like niggas could have a few, but they're not even on this week's episode. Mm-hmm. So like you're building other characters and you're making me forced to the storyline. I think actually another problem that I just thought about that dawned on me that is WWE's problem is like we're thinking from the plot and things of that nature too. You got to think about it from when they were traveling a lot. It just dawned on me because it's like if you know WWE comes to Moines, you know who's the biggest star right now, Roman mm-hmm. Reigns. So it's like if I can't see Roman Reigns, I feel like I wasted my fucking mm-hmm. ticket. It's like so you want to see him sort of sort of capacity. Well, if Roman Reigns has a few, what's called it? I got to put these two. I guess that would be their problem. But then that's why they did. So they did the what's it called the brand split, where like now these people are on like these. You know, respective shows and shit. But so then, they could probably give people more time. But it's, it's, I don't know, it's all tough. Like, I feel like I used to feel really strongly about it because I was like, man, if I hopped in there, like, and just wrote some shit, I was like, I feel like they'd be good. Like, oh, I feel like, I like if I feel they like give it a chance, yeah, they can make like, it good. Give, you know, who actually wrote for Raw, which I found out through a podcast, was uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Really? Yeah, he used to write for Raw in like 2007 or 8 around there. Hmm. Oh. like, I guess it also depends like, on what they give Fred. you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, last topic to talk about on the podcast is uh, music. I've seen that you have music to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your vibe? What is your aesthetic? Like, I know you said you like rap, especially with Vince's rap. Do you listen to like old school rap? Is that like on your playlist? Like, what? See, I feel like I'm all over the place with music. Like, I I can listen to, um, I mean, rap. I could like for rap right now, like Freddie Gibbs, Griselda, like his all new that. single. Man, that's tough. All that right now is really good. I feel like Alfredo was the record of the year. No no disrespect to Nas and King's Disease. Like, that was a really good album, but I just felt like Alfredo was so good. And but that's the thing is, I feel like Freddie going to drop something else this year. Yeah, now he's going to drop that, like... Especially Big Boss Rabbit. Yeah. It's old it's fire. Like, I had this shit on repeat all weekend. Man, I'm trying to think. But there's a lot of... Um, I listen to a lot of R&B, too. Like, uh, like Giveon. Okay, he's, he's good. I'm getting hit to him. Yeah, like, like he, I found out about him through Drake because he did the Chicago freestyle, and then I thought it was Sample at first, but then Gibeon tweet is like, "That's not Sample in the thing. That's me, or whatever." <laughs> and so I found out about him, um, Sir. He signed Top Dog. He has, uh, he's like more R and B and stuff. And then his brother's actually D Smoke, who's uh, another good artist. Okay. Um, and we got a lot of people here in the city. I listen to a lot. Like, like I try to. I try to, 
you know, showcase when I do this, like, the music to listen to, or I've done uh, playlists through Rise Again before, like, I'll put in some of this national shit, but I want to put people in the city, too, so, like, you're going through, you're listening to Drake, but then the next song you listen to is going to be, like, Fly Life. Right. And then, so then, you're not even knowing this person's from here, it's just music, and that's what we need to start looking at, at a uh-huh. level as, because a lot of people, I feel like, disrespect our, our, you know, artists here, like, they don't get heard a lot, you know, mm-hmm. so... We can like listen to them more and like you know just appreciate and they're it's good music too and I think that's what's missed out like I I fuck with Fly Life and like UBT and Space and all them um, Teller is really good uh, Be Well you know everyone on Deadstock um, my homie Comms is really good he lived here before but he moved out to Fresno uh, in the Bay Area and shit he's been doing his shit but right now honestly if I go into my car and I'm putting on music it's generally uh, it's like a mixture of like some R and B. And then I'll put some uh, some rap with it. Then I listen to a lot of like '80s alternative and random shit. Like like it goes everywhere. Like I don't know. I've like that's honestly that's why I because like I go to work and usually I don't know if it's because I just always brought my speaker so yeah. I always played it and then I, like they just trust me with the aux so I just be playing whatever. But I, <laughs> I usually have it on a playlist because I shit you not like my. Mine can go from like some not heavy metal, but some metal and some like weird, like not weird, but like rock, like aggressive kind of songs to Japanese pop and R and B to rap and heavy rap and trap rap. Like I got like only thing only thing I really don't fuck with. It's country. I, I, just, I feel like that's everybody, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I fuck like, with all music, but then country, like, I can't. And it's also because it's like, I'll, I'll tell you the restaurant after, but I work at a restaurant and they play country. And it's mm-hmm. just like, bro. Like, nonstop. Like, I, I, am, I haven't walked in there not hurt. I've not heard I'm, anything. That's only. what I'm saying is, like, I, I'm i not going to play country. Yeah. Shit's out there. Go out there yeah. and listen to it. Like, I want to listen to something that, that's different and gives you a different vibe and, like, motivates you and stuff like that. It could just go. Like, I, I like... Kicking it with people where their music goes everywhere and not just one genre. Like, I feel like it's got it. Like, for me, I was on the way here. I was, I was, I was listening to Charlie Wilson. Like, the most I'm not ran, even at You know that. what I mean? Like, wow. just random. Like, then it went from Charlie to, I think, what else? Like, Soundgarden or, like, some grunge shit. Like, Pearl Jam type shit. And I feel like my day more represents what music I'm listening to versus, like, the artists I'm into. Like, I just kind of, I name all my playlists, too, and they're very long and, like, like, because I, I literally went from uh, I was listening to Wale, uh, I think Ambition, his mm-hmm. album, yeah, 2011, and I actually came on my birthday. I didn't know that, so I was looking at it. But I was listening to some uh, Ambition, getting hyped for the podcast, and then I was listening, and then I just switched to Freddie Gibbs. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, Freddie Gibbs just got it right now. That's what I was listening to now. Um, actually, since you were talking about uh, local artists, my boy TJ that I went to Iowa Western with, he, he's dope R and B artist. I think he would fuck with. He's in like Iowa City. Oh, I think Muscatine. That's where he's from. Stowell. So Iowa City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RB artist. He, I think he's gonna blow. He's gonna go. I um, need good because uh, like we have a lot of like rappers here. I feel like, but we don't have singers and like. That's true. I mean, I know some like Nova. She's in Waterloo. I think right now she's really okay. good. Um, and then uh, my homie Trell, who you know he he's really good and he's doing fucking work here. Like he's putting on movies. Like he's having people direct like this whole entire like short story that he's working on right now for music and this is basically just a long music video connecting through his shit and stuff and yeah, I don't know we got a lot of good people here I, think. I um <clears throat> I saw damn I wish I really knew the rapper's name I'd have to look at the post again but um there's this guy that I followed that was like a funny funny ass dude on Vine his name was Chubbs 919 
and he shouted out someone here. And he's like, oh, this music go crazy. And he got like, you know, two, 3,000 people. That's, you know what I'm saying? He's a fine guy, but he mm-hmm. also listens to music and he put people on because he put me on to some a couple songs. I think he actually, he's actually from North Carolina and he put me on to like uh, a guy named Wells with a dollar sign and he's fire. And like the fact that he shouted out someone here. So I'm like, damn, where do you find that music? I think it's because people can submit music to. Like, yeah. But uh, I think people. we're just getting here. You know, I think it's about to be that point where like we got the skate park now. Which I think is going to be... That's about to be... Bro, it's going to be big. That's about to be bust. Which... We got the do tour. Which I don't know how we are going to, nigga, but we have to figure out a way to get there. I want to get... I want a VIP pass because I'm trying to... We just got to all push for the media passes. All of us that are doing this type of shit here, like that's what we push for. So who do you think we could talk to about that? Because I'm with this. We just got to reach out to PR people. That's why I've been trying to look into is because... You know what? Who's the management? Kevin has Subsect that runs the Subsect Skate Shop. You keep talking about. Let's get that nigga on the podcast. You keep talking about. Try. Have you? Have you? When's the last time you talked to him? Fuck. It was probably like a year and a half ago. Uh, well, I mean, at least it's somewhat recent. Yeah, yeah. Recent, yeah he's but. a busy guy. Like Subsect, they're about to blow up too, and it's so dope to see them blow up because they've been a shop out here for a long ass time. They've literally been pretty much the only skate shop. Yeah. People have tried, and then like they haven't. Like Subsect's always been here, and like yeah. now they're. It's cool to see them get like. These SB drops that have happened that are like like they got the Travis Scotts, they got the Ben and Jerry's, they got all this shit. So it's I don't know, it's just the city to see like the skate park come and how many dope things that will come from it and like us having the biggest skate park I think is gonna be is the biggest yeah. skate park in the nation. Like I don't know, I hope it brings more art I mean but that's what I thought with Drake. When Drake came here I thought that was gonna bring like some bigger hip hop artists and shit. And, I think it just really depends because yeah. it, it has to I think your budget has to meet your pricing, yeah. too. Like, it, it would have to be worth it. Because it's like, if you're going to come to Des Moines, right? It has to be on the way. We're not going to be like a... Because there's yeah. Illinois, so there's Chicago, there's Minnesota. Like, you would really have to make sure you visit Iowa to come here, I guess. But then, right. I always see, like, I want to say, like, maybe, like, Waterloo and, like, that side of the town. And, like, sometimes Iowa City, they get a lot of love, too. They get a lot of rappers. I think, too, the last big... Artists that I've known that came into Iowa, probably, like, maybe pre-pandemic, after, was probably T-Pain. I guess he was somewhere over there on the east side of Iowa, but. When is Sada Baby coming? That, there that was 27th. Yeah. That was? Fuck. Who's the, what's his name? Pooh, Pooh yeah. Is he supposed to come here? Yeah, there? to Valair. Valair gets, we got the baby before he blew, we get people before they blow up. Well, we get people, I think we get people right when yeah. they're about to, like, take they're off. They're simmering, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we get, like, we got Travis, I went to that show in 2017 <coughs> when he did, it was Birds Sings, what is it? I can't remember. Oh, b- Birds Sings. Travis. Birds in the Sing McNett. Yeah, we about to get crucified. Right? That they're one. like, <laughs> some I Travis like fans Travis. gonna come up, what the like, fuck? Hey, yo, motherfucker, <laughs> this <laughs> But, um, I can't remember, but I went to that. I heard the baby like, concert wasn't that good, though. Because he was late. Yeah, you know, he yeah. was probably late. He hit somebody. Like, he uh, fucked up somebody that night. Bro, he, that might be one of the few rappers that talk about what he really did. Yeah, <laughs> he does it. Like, it was shout to the baby. Like, <laughs> shout out to him. No issues. So, yeah, I don't want no problems. Right? But. I think it's just trying, but that's actually one of my goals is to try to get those media passes for, like, I think us as, like, the media in a way, like, you know, all these other bigger cities probably get it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, why not? Why can't we? Why can't, why can't we be the people that like, cover these things? To go like, back to the do tour, right? Like, I feel like, I don't know if someone does anything for Subsec. 
feel like somebody's going to do something for that if they do. I feel if, like it has to tie in. If they somebody. do, but then that's what I'm saying. It's like outside of subsect, outside of the Moore Register, who's really going to cover that shit? And like that's, that's cover that shit that's from here. There's there's a difference too. There's And like I know someone who works for the Register and he's a really good guy, but there's, there's covering. That was another reason why I wanted to start shit too is because I feel like a lot of times like the news and there's nothing against the news. We all watch it and shit, right. but they'll give people who are within the art culture or different things, these fluff pieces where they're like 60 seconds and it's like, look what this person's doing this Saturday and then you'll never hear from it again. It's not on their website. It's right. nowhere to be heard. Like, I wanted to be one of the, the people that would try to, like, cover the real shit, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what's going on in the city and what's going on in the art culture or just culture in general. So I think if we could all, like, build on that and, like, really try to get the... We, we deserve it, man. We do a lot of good shit, you know? I don't know, like, whose podcast we really reach out to, but I think that's another thing is if we hop on other people's podcasts and just... I mean, you guys are always... Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can hop on. There's well, I know you You guys are supposed to have episodes. I, I, if he gonna get his own episode, I want my yeah, episode. that's what I was looking for. That's why I did it that way. Okay. I was like, yeah, and then you guys right. come together, and we're gonna do a podcast. I have plans. Okay, this all right, my bad, my bad. I was just... But, I was gonna put it. I was gonna speak it in existence, but if you already, sorry, we just have to talk. We all have. We and the thing about it is, like, both of us have like a separate story mm-hmm. as far as like you know individuals as and far as creativity yeah, goes. Yeah. So you know, like, but I guess if we were to talk about the TBH, I have to give all the credit to Tyler because I I was like. I guess I always wanted to do this because, like, whether I was, like, when I was trying to be a stand-up comedian in Arizona or whether, you know, with streaming and me talking into the mic and, like, the radio, I tried, you know, radio seven times, got, like, denied all seven times. Tyler's the one that just kind of came up to me. He's like, yo, like, what if we just do a podcast? And I was just like, what? And I was like, all right, fuck it, let's try it. And then it's pretty much, it was all on him, really, at least starting it off. Um, Phoenix, I think you've been... Amazing guest. Uh, you have an amazing story. Uh, is there anything you want to use this time for to shout out, promote, or talk about? The floor is yours to close out the podcast. First of all, appreciate you guys for having me on. Anytime. Yeah, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, I don't know when this is dropping, but... It's going to drop today. Oh, it's okay. usually yeah. drops. Yeah, he's oh. good about it. I, 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 I don't play around. All right. I don't. I'm playing. I'll get backlogged, and no episodes will be out for like a month. If I, I'll I, make this, I'll make this exclusive. Then it'll be on here because I haven't announced it through mine yet. Um, I'm doing the the next collection for the clothing is April 16th. Um, that's going to run through the 30th of April, I want to say. Um, but it drops on the 16th, which is a Friday. I'm doing t-shirts. Um, I'm doing shorts, tote bag, socks. It's going to be like a full collection this time. Um, can you say the prices for those or no? I think the t-shirt's going to run like 35 I want to say, around there. We're doing six colors. Right. Um, six different colors. I can't remember the totes and stuff, but you'll see it all on com. like, you know, when that drops, and I'll be pr- uh, promoting it throughout the week as well. Um, Vintage, you can always check out the Archive IA on Instagram. Check out our Depop. Check out the website, com. Um, got a bunch of different, you know, just promotion of the city. Um, like I said, Anna does an amazing job doing book reviews on there and like her posts. Um, just trying to put on a bunch of people, man. Just right. And one thing that you guys started with, I think, support too. Just check on your people, see how everyone's doing. Fuck yeah, and that's uh, always that's kind of been my um, that's kind of been my thing that has been like going on recently. It's just you know. 
I'm a real advocate now for mental health and like how people, you know, are mm-hmm. and being able to reach out to anybody that needs help. You know, anybody that needs just a listen, you know, just a ear. And for them to, you know, be able to feel comfortable with me, mm-hmm. you know, listening or like for them to talk to me about stuff like that. And, you know, it's, you know, things can be touchy, you know. Sometimes you don't know who to really trust as mm-hmm. far as you, your emotions go and stuff like that. So, like, I try to I – try, I don't judge. I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, you know. And, you know, I, I'm basically there for anybody that needs me. And it's something – it's not – it's something that, like, I kind of need for myself. Mm-hmm. Too, you know, just to, you know, be a more understanding, be a more listening person for me. So I get a thrill out of hearing anybody's story, mm-hmm. you know, and I try to, you know, give my advice the best way that I can. That's all I do. You know, I'm trying to. I feel it, though. And people are great, and I think people are beautiful, and we all go through shit, so it's. We can all help out and just you know check check in on each other and reach out to each other. And the more we reach out, the more other people are going to reach out to you know. It's just it builds like a fucking community of people just really checking in on each other and being good with each other. And right, yeah. And I mean, like, even even if I wasn't doing the creative field or if I didn't have this creative mindset, like now that I have that I'm older. You still need fucking people. Like, yeah, regardless, even if you're a racist, you still need somebody working at motherfucking McDonald's. Like, you still need people. People mm-hmm. need to depend on each other. That's the only way people and communities grow and build. Um, only thing I wanted to say is I'm looking forward to the, like even more podcasts. Now that we got Phoenix, probably gonna link up, try to try do something with him mm-hmm. and grow that. And just I, I want to get more people on the podcast. I don't know who we're gonna have Friday. I'm trying to shoot a podcast Friday. I don't think I would shoot one Sunday though because it is WrestleMania and like that's something that I do. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I forgot about this. That, that's something I do. Two nights, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. So that's why. Also, I need to rest my voice. I've been talking too damn much. I need to shut the fuck up. But I, uh, I usually watch that with my uncle. You know, especially with him like losing his daughter a few years ago. That's like a nice little bonded thing that yeah. I try to tap in and make sure he's straight and check to him. Uh, I do want to get the boy Parker on Monday. He's been going crazy with the video edits oh, and stuff like that. Parker. Especially, that's my, that'd be my first time meeting him, but like the UNI Pro Day, it was crazy. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie, I'm trying Kakashi and shit and like, learn and use it in my YouTube videos if I can. Um, Friday, I'm trying, I'm trying to get Shorty on. I'm trying to get, try to get Madison uh, on. I might speak that in the distance. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but we'll see with that. And then, well, next Friday, excuse me. And then, this upcoming Friday, I want to do a call podcast. I don't, I don't know who I can get. I got a couple options. It really just depends if people reach out. I, I got, I got a couple people in mind, so I'll probably reach out to some people and get them on the podcast. But like I said, Phoenix, thanks for hopping on. The smooth the utility creator, smooth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hour thirty tool. You know how? You know how? Uh, Phoenix Sam- just show up, bro. Like it just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Yo, Phoenix is the little utility players. This man's a utility <laughs> creator. This man like that that TikTok. I'm like, what? You you need that? I could take you there. <laughs> yeah. Or he might know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody about it. Like that's that's who this person is. But uh, I love you guys. I don't know when the YouTube episode will be up. Probably Thursday I'll shoot for that. But you know, I gotta do some gameplay videos. I'm hungry as hell. Me too. But love you guys <laughs> until next time. Bye. Bye.